Hey, Julian Pensavalli. Oh, hello, Patrick Hines. Hey, fam. Uh, this is one of my favorite days. I've been really looking forward to this day. Yes. We are dropping episode one of our Patreon coverage of Love Has Won, The Cult of Mother God, yes. that Max series that everyone's been talking about yeah, for forever. Yeah, it's three episodes. It's, it's, it's quick, but it is it will it, it is a roller coaster. It is a real roller coaster, and we're dropping episode one right here in the feed ad-free. So all three episodes are available right now and ad-free over at our Patreon. Yeah. So listen to the first episode here, <laughs> get excited, and go listen to the rest of it. This is for sure the most highly requested documentary in years. Uh, in years, it is wild. It is worth the request. It, I've watched it. It's, it's wild. Good luck, everyone. I just, I don't want to, you know. Give them like a 30-second primer. Um, So it's the cult of Mother God. So they like to say that love has won and they're all lovey, but they're like the angriest <laughs> cult we've ever seen. Carol Burnett is alive and well. Uh, oh, we should say there's like a whole lot of like dead celebrities involved here. We say Carol Burnett. We know she's alive. We know she's alive. We know she's alive. Uh, wait, on the second episode, you'll hear our like apology I promise it. It'll make sense when you get there. Right now, you're like, "What are yeah. they talking about?" We know, about? but you'll you'll realize in the moment. It's like, "Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot going yeah. on here." We were quoting Hope. Everyone's re- the point is everyone's really mad, but they want you to think that they're like lovey dovey, and they're not. And it's just a lot. There's it's this like- lady named Amy who like decides to basically start a cult, and she literally thinks that she's God. She thinks that she's God here on Earth. And she Robin to- Williams is telling her what to do. He's it part is- of the Galactics, everybody. I know. <laughs> so buckle up. It. All right, we love you. Enjoy. Okay, we love you. Good luck. Okay, bye. She believed she was the Messiah for this age of humanity. She was always training us, going on live streams every day. We had to organize as a team. They found a way to monetize their operation. More people wanted to come. That's when the drama started to kick off. The one thing about mom is that she was going to attract some of the worst beings on the planet. What's your name? Father. Of all creation. We were born as conscious co-creation, as Father, Mother, God. All of this energy, it belongs to us. And if you're not in right action, you're out. It eventually took her over. All hell broke loose. I've been uh, coming through some stuff. This is my fucking house. <laughs> we are going to give you guys the truth. No! no. She makes a lot of cool little silver. It turns you blue. It's like, who does it? Oh, So it's April 29th, 2021. I kind of love how this documentary opens because it just opens with cops. Go, go, go. 800 miles an hour going to like a residence. It's body cam footage. Yes. And we're in Crestone. I've been told Colorado. I was right. It feels weird. What do you mean? Instead of Colorado, it's Colorado, like Nevada. Oh, God. We're in Crestone. Colorado. Colorado. Um, I love that Colorado's right, but I say Florida and I get shit for it. I'll never understand semantics and English language and linguistics, but I'm here for it. It's Oregon. The cops are like, it is Oregon. It's Oregon. It's not Oregon. Don't you dare. Did I tell you the time I got yelled at for that before I even did it? No. I was doing like voiceover work for radio stations all around the country. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Oregon was one of them. They were like, dude, it's not Oregon. And I'm like, I didn't even start yet. But there's a nicer way to say that, brah. Yeah, brah. Anyway, this house is filthy. But when the cop gets there, he gets out of his car and he's unloading his gun. I've never seen that before. Yeah. They are drawing their guns before they even get to the door of the house. So this house looks like 
a hoarder's house, but if the hoarder grew their own cannabis and loved rainbows and Lisa Frank and blinking string lights. Yes. Really, like it just looks yes. like it's too small for whatever they got going on. When the cop gets to the door before they even get inside, this interaction is so strange. <sighs> the cop says to the man that answers the door, how many people are in the house? And the man says, five beings and a child. And right my a- wife. And right away, this is a fucking horror movie. And the, the cop says, we have a search warrant to search the house. We need to see the mother and the child. And the weirdo says, the child is sleeping. Mother is at rest. She has rested. She is resting. She is at rest. She's resting. And I said, what the fuck does this mean? So we go throughout the house. And again, yeah. we're going in with the cops because it's body cam footage. And there's, as we're going through and seeing the body cam footage, there's a voiceover, but we don't know who's talking. Right. We didn't know what was going to happen. You know, mom had never stated to us directly how this was going to be. We're just awaiting divine information. So I want to walk you through the house. Yeah. Love has one is spray painted on the walls. There's lots of like little kid drawings taped uh-huh. up everywhere. There are more string lights than, than I've ever <laughs> seen. And I love string lights. But yeah, yeah. a lot of them are blinking. Yeah. Which would make me crazy. Um, it's like rainbows and suns and spaceships and stars and dolphins and animals and hearts and smiley faces. <laughs> and they're all painted on the walls and the ceiling and bright uh-huh. colors. Stickers everywhere. Stuffed animals everywhere. Candles everywhere. Yeah. There's stuff Everywhere, and it looks like if a bunch of ten-year-olds had a house, yes, yes, and they just yes. covered it in colorful a, shit that makes them happy. It's a craft room. It's a whole house that's been turned into like a craft room. But then they also had like grow lights and shit. Yes. Um. And finally, we get into this back room, and everything we just described, uh, multiply it. Yes. Multiply it. More lights. More stickers. More everything. But more Lisa Frank realness. Once again, it's body cam footage, so it's like it's kind of scary. It is like, scary. The only reference I have for this is the Chris Watts documentary, and like you know where oh, that is. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. body cam footage, and it's dark. So all and I disagree with turning the big light on. Yeah. If you know, you know. So it's all like lamps and low lighting, but yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. dark and it feel like it feels like you don't know what you're gonna see next, and that's yes. exactly what happens because Oh, uh, this is the jumpiest jump scare. I've never seen anything this actually terrifying. Because it takes you a split second to figure out what you're looking at. So there's a bed. And it looks like someone is wrapped up like in a cocoon on one side of the bed in a bunch of blankets yeah. and a sleeping bag. And the cocoon is wrapped in, you guessed it, more string lights. Yeah. <laughs> so the cops put their flashlight on the cocoon. Yeah. And through the blankets, and a second you're like, what am I looking at? Yeah. And then you see this blue mummified face with their eyes open, like peering at you through, like wrapped up. Like babushka wrapped yes. up like a burrito. Yes. And you're just like, is that what I think it is? It is a dead body. Yes. Blue face, mummified. It and- is absolutely, because te- I had no idea what I was getting into. Oh, I and didn't either. All of a sudden, all, when your own eyes come into focus on this thing and yes. you realize that you're staring in the face of a dead It's like your eyes body. and brain are focusing yes. at the same time. Yes. And then the closed captions come in, haunting music playing. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Also, our mutual friend Robbie Roselle told me about this, oh. and he is very excited that we're covering I this. I know. Hi, so, Robbie. But he was just like, I never do this. I, know. I just think you guys would just, like, you have to see it. I just, for your own, like, yep. please. But he was like, I'm, and I'm saying, I was like, I don't even know about this. This was like the day it came out. Yes. And he was like, I'm saying nothing. So I just went in. I was like, if Robbie suggests something, I'm in. Of course. He's got amazing taste. And he really has never texted me about this. We text about, like, Daphne Rubin Vega, and that's it. And, like, Drag Race. So I was like, he means it, right? Yeah. And I didn't know what I was expecting either. And I was like, oh, I'll, like, have it on while I'm cooking. Dinner was three hours late. I was like, uh, I need to watch all of this. 
So we start. New documents released tonight. The gruesome discovery of a mummified woman's body in a private house. The woman was a controversial spiritual leader of a group that some claim is a Southern Colorado cult. Members of the group posted, God was here. She ascended. Now it's our turn. Their reference to God is believed to be Amy Carlson, known as Mother God. We get news clips and we just learn that the body that they found is the body of a woman named Amy Carlson. They just straight up call her a cult leader. Yeah, they call her Mother God. The other people in here call her mom a lot. And they call her mom without any sense of irony or I know no, this no, is no. weird. They call her mom, mom. They call her mother. And there, many mom. of them are older than her or yeah. the same age as her. Mom. They call, call her mom. Mary is a reporter for the Crestone Eagle. I'm obsessed with her. Mary tells us about Crestone. <laughs> it's a unique town, very isolated. And she goes, look, I hate to sound all new age because I'm half redneck and half hippie. But the truth is, I believe there's a place where the veil is thinnest and it's Crestone, Colorado. And I'm like... I agree. Yes. Like I, un- I get the thin it veil thing. Made me want to go there. I was like, we should take a road trip. She's like, shit happens here. Weird shit. Rabbit holes. She goes, rabbit holes. People appearing and disappearing. Weird shit. What is a rabbit hole? Like going down the rabbit hole. Oh my god. It's like the TikTok videos I was talking about in the other episode, yeah. where it's like at two in the morning, the surveillance video catches like the nine foot tall creature. Right. Is that it? I, <laughs> I mean, that's one. I don't know. But then we meet Sheriff Dan Warwick. Sheriff Dan Warwick does not mince words. This guy does not mince words. He says it's a small community. Everyone knows everyone. He says, Mother God, yeah, everyone knew her. I don't think anyone knew her by her real name. Imagine being like a small town sheriff and this like tribe of strange people come to your community and you just have to deal with it because this cult appears in his town and suddenly the phone is ringing off the hook with concerned moms and sisters and and gay uncles being like, can you go check on them? Yeah, he's like, I knew them because all their friends and loved ones were begging us to do welfare checks all the time. Yes. Let's meet some of the disciples. Oh, my God. They were all given. And I want to say something right at the top. I believe I'm a spiritual person. I believe in the veil being thin. I believe in finding your spirituality. So I don't want you to hear like, oh, they were all given, quote, spiritual names. Like I'm making fun or or taking away from what that can do for people. Sure. These people end up being incredibly dangerous. Well, and they're also indoctrinated. So I think the cult leader, like most cult leaders, is just full of shit. I don't even believe that she believes her own nonsense. She doesn't. But these people 100% and do and like you start to get the sense that they would kill and die for her right and like be spiritual and there are a lot of things here at first where I'm like I don't see any red flags Amy's family like I think this is totally fine Yeah, yeah. so I just wanted to like say that so I'm not like making fun of them but they were given spiritual names that's what they say she called me Elmora my name is Hope the others have lovingly nicknamed me Uncle T Mary it doesn't matter what's in a name (laughs) Aurora remember Manson one where they would get like someone would be like snake squeaky. and squeaky and then the other one would be like Nancy. Nancy. And you made the joke that like Diane chose Nancy. Yeah. <laughs> she was drawn to Nancy. What are you going to do? <laughs> Look, like three tabs of LSD. I know. Nancy's the most beautiful thing you've ever heard in your <laughs> totally. life. Nancy is like purple. Nancy yeah. is a color and a feeling. It's not a name anymore. Speaking of names... <laughs> Fuck them. What's in a name? Because Aaron won't. Because I get the sense that the filmmaker is just like, tell me your name. Yes. And Aaron, who uh, I'm worried for her. Uh I mean that sincerely. She is either about to laugh or about to cry. I don't know if she knows most of the time, but every time we see her, she has this nervous like it's almost like a like an unconscious reaction she coming out of her. Is one of the scariest ones because you can tell right away that she's all fucking in. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I say that like she would kill or die for her for Mother God, like she's one of the ones that like right away 
if I were to show up, if I were like a reporter showing up to do a story on the car, she's the one I'd be afraid of. You know, I disagree about that yeah. only because she is such a nervous wreck uh-huh. that I think her biggest fear is that this isn't true. Uh-huh. And I think she's constantly waiting for the other shoe to drop and yep. she's just at a hundred and I just want to tell her to like breathe Take a deep breath. and t- just hold on a second. Yes. Just, it's going to be okay. Well, because the next one we meet is Aurora and she, like, we're going to learn her stories in, like, we'll learn she went to yeah. law school. Yeah. She, we get all of their stories eventually. And like the thing that just kept hitting me over and over again is that each one of these people found Mother God at a very vulnerable time in well, their life. Well, that's the whole you know? I mean, that's it. And and like that's every cult. Like Aurora is the opposite of Aaron. She has no nervous energy. She is bought all the way yeah. in. She believes in hook, line, and singer. If if there was ever a time of doubt for Aurora, that time is gone. It's she gone. believes in this. At, she's got a look in her eye that doesn't even feel human no. sometimes. No, no, no. You know? The interviewer asks what happened to mom's body? It's one of the questions that I'm still asking myself and the angels. Nothing that applies to regular ego programmed mind humans applies to this woman. Like, I'm sorry, people in cults have the biggest egos. Yes. So for you to be ranting and raving about like the ego driven mind. I know. The people in these cults have big, because they're right and you can't question them and it's either you're in or you're out. What? And what says more about the ego? Totally. Like we meet a bunch of their parents eventually oh. and Hope's mother is the one that's like, when I would listen to them talk, I could not understand, understand. a word they yeah. were saying. And that's how I feel so many times listening to them talk. Cause I'm like, they're saying spiritual words and then like things that are in jokes or just in speak and like language they only understand that is part of the cult behavior because you have to make it feel like it's us against the world right and like they're weeding out the outsiders yes and they're getting the people who like sort of latch on to something yes so, like, even El Moyer was like, I wonder what they'll find. And then he sort of has this, like... He's like, talking about what they're going to find when if they do an autopsy. Because the legend is that she has three hearts. We always said she had three hearts. Aurora, and it's, that's scary to me. Aurora says, people think we're crazy, but Mother God's body was warm. It never got cold. It was a mummified corpse that we're going to find out had been, like, quote, at rest for weeks. Yeah. And Aurora wants me to believe that her body never got cold. That's not true. No. Kevin Kovac is here. He's uh, from <laughs> he's the... He's kind of here. He's, he's from the, kind of here. He's from the Colorado Bureau of Investigation, and he's doing an interview. And someone's in custody. Yeah. And Kevin really trying I to know. get <laughs> this guy to think that, like, Kevin's not a threat. Uh-huh. And but Kevin, also, like, Kevin also a little bit has no time for anybody's shit. And Kevin's like, all right, so I'm aware about the fifth dimension and the portal and everything, but <laughs> let's talk about what happened to Mother God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I spoke to your friends. I know all about the 5D. I, those two- okay. <laughs> I know all about the 5D, the portal, and the, and the fifth 100%. dimension. I got it. But Mother God. Oh, wait. five. The fifth D is the fifth dimension. Yeah. So he's like speaking the language. Right, right. He's oh trying to God. get this guy to open up. I know all about the 5D and the portal. I'm with you. <laughs> I know the Can't wait. Aliens take me away. Before that, <laughs> let's talk about Mother. I know. So some of the members, like right now when this starts, right? Because we start with the body cams and yeah. stuff. Some of the members have been arrested. Some of them bailed to Vermont. They don't want to get arrested. They're never going to go back to Crestone again. Can we talk about this for five seconds though? Because yeah. like by the time they start filming this documentary, I have questions about this because we learn it's only been three weeks since Mother God died. Yes. And the filmmakers are with the cult, the ones that have escaped to Vermont, they are with them. So the director, her name is Hannah Olson. Okay. And she must have been following the story because she was ready right to there. go. Yeah. And like, she's not in the cult, is she? No. So no, she's no. an outsider because like, she's getting this crazy footage. Like, they're in Vermont. There's this We're one... like at the cult. We're in the cult. Well, we're seeing this footage of this woman screaming. Screaming. <laughs> 
look, I get it. Yes. Sometimes you just want to sob and scream that nobody fucking cares and collapse into somebody's arms. If you haven't felt that way in your life, you're lying. I guess so. For at so. least five oh, minutes. Oh, yeah. You know what Please I mean? Haven't we, me? all, haven't we all kind of been there for five minutes? But yes. like, it just, and that's how it happens. How many times have we heard from these experts? No one joins a cult. Right. They're joining like-minded people who feel alone, who feel that nobody cares, well, and they're I, hugging you. I don't even think that these people are like-minded. All of them are vulnerable, and they need they desperately need something. And they're being invited. We'll right. get there. Oh, my God. But this woman, we don't see her again. Exactly. So she might have gotten the release she needed and then looked around and said, I'm going go home. Yeah, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm staying in the 3D. You know, gonna, fuck yeah. your 5D. I'm staying right where I am. So, like, who is Amy Carlson? How do you know she's God? What is the point of all this? And all these cult members are like, you know, it's just a feeling. I, I mean, like, Hope is saying, like, you have to be open to seeing her as something other than Amy Carlson to understand that she is God. Okay. They believe that Amy Carlson is God. Among many other people. Yes. So, Commander Buddha... <sighs> Uh, born and raised Catholic. Yes. And here's, he, we meet him. I don't know if this is just bad editing or what, but he's like, you know, I would look at the priest and be like, where's his wife? Where's his counterpart? And it, right. it struck me once again that I love how these cults rant and rave about how to open your mind and throw out the mainstream, but then they're so heteronormative. Not only, where's his wife? Not only are they heteronormative, they are fucking Trumpers. They and we'll get, they're <laughs> QAnon Trumpers. I know, I know. But like, they don't even hear themselves. Right. Where's his counterpart? Where's his wife? His wife? And no, that's not to say that gay people can't be horribly abusive cult no. leaders, because we covered that other documentary in which that was the case. Yes. But like, I do, it is weird that like, whenever the cults don't mention the gays, I do feel slightly left out. But it's also like, open your mind, man. Man. Yeah. Like you're just like you're a sheep, man. And I'm like, all right, you just want everyone to be married to like man and white, like what? But they also want us to think that they're so open-minded. Like we meet Dylan next. I did a lot of psychedelics. So I would start to see things that would prove the reality that I live every day wrong. So when I heard that God was on the planet. And she's a woman. I was like, that makes total fucking sense. So many of them, they discover psychedelic drugs for the first time and decide that that's reality and that they've been robbed of it. Well, God is a woman, so of that's course. fine. Like, these things can all be true and you can go do your psychedelics and live with your mother of, of God. You just can't hurt people. Right. That's the thing. You know? And the reason we have so much footage is everything this woman and this group did was documented either in writing like Hope has dozens I'm not kidding dozens maybe hundreds of journals everything she ate everything she said what time they she did it they followed her around all day they're saying this is the real documentation of the story of Jesus and, they, right. they think that she is also Jesus so they're either recording and writing everything that she did filming her or live streaming I can't decide if I would love that or hate that I if would I had hate that a bunch of disciples following me around writing down every single thing there's that I did there's nothing about this that's appealing to me as the cult leader I know no I couldn't agree more like because at the end of the day, you're responsible for feeding these people. You know what I mean? Like they're so, and they're around you all the time, and you have to keep up the facade of actually being I know. God. God, the pressure. Oh, <laughs> no, no pun intended. God, the pressure. Um, but it's also like we talk a lot about how people really needed something, like Hope and Dylan. Like yeah. they were just sort of everything aligned, and they were very vulnerable. But like Amy needs a lot too. Amy, mother, the, God, mother, mother God, mother God, she needs validation. She yes. needs people to adore her. She needs people to love her. She needs to be propped up. Like the cult leaders are very needy too. One hundred. The that, cults wouldn't exist without the need of the cult leader. The obsessive need of like it's just me and you love me and no questions yep. and no anything us right. versus them and it's me me me. We also learned that in past lives she was Joan of Arc, Cleopatra, Marilyn Monroe. I wrote, of course she was Marilyn. Monroe. Yeah. 
Yeah, they just have Mayan princess slash queen. She didn't have a name, I guess. <laughs> uh, Buddha's like, and if you look closely, bro, she looks just like Marilyn Monroe, if not hotter. If not hotter. Well, Marilyn Monroe aside, yeah. um, Mother has a team of galactics. This is the uh, galactic A-team. So those were mom's main ambassadors. They were with her all the time. That's St. Germain. And that's obviously Robin Williams. Every person in this picture is no longer alive, but they're on mom's etheric team. We see this, like, vision board of all of her galactic A-team members. I wrote them down. Yeah, okay, great. (laughs) So it's a collage of a bunch of photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's at the top in the middle. Of course. Robin Williams, the Robin Williams, is on one side of her. Her right-hand man. St. Germain is on the other. Yeah. Elvis is actually mom's son, we learned. (laughs) Also pictured. This is a long list. Oh, my God. Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, Steve Irwin, Gene Wilder, John Denver, John Lennon. He's in command of the main starship. Steve Irwin. Leave Steve Irwin. Out of your mouth. Judy Garland, Leonard Nimoy, David Bowie, Prince, Tupac, Chris Farley, Patrick Swayze, Carrie Fisher, George Michael, John Ritter, Walt Disney, Bob Marley, Carol Burnett, Mr. Rogers, Regis Philbin, Jim Henson, George Burns, Richard Pryor, John Candy, and and everyone in the photo is dead. Except Donald Trump. Donald Trump. He's in the physical, but still on the team, (laughs) says Hope. But I gotta say, Robin Williams was mom's main ambassador. Yes, yes. Robin Williams is a huge part of the cult, and I personally take offense, and that's not a joke. I know, I couldn't agree more. I think it is so rude the way they talk about him. He has a family now, and like he's a very big part of this. Humanity's gonna see that. Like, leave Robin Williams out of it. And I am not saying that to be funny. My whole thing is like, can you imagine the first galactic A-list meeting where it's like Judy Garland and Donald Trump? Can you imagine that? Well, he's living, so hopefully he's not he doesn't talk to the Galactics, but who knows? I mean, TikTok, you know what I mean? But also like John Ritter. I know. Like Regis Philbin. I mean, so many. I mean, it could really be a party. Carrie Fisher. I know. Carrie Fisher, John Ritter, and Reege and Carol Burnett. (laughs) It's like she's not a hundred percent right. These are great people to have advising you. And I gotta say, when we learned about who she was as like a a regular person, she doesn't seem interesting enough to care about all of these people. Right. Like, do you think she read the year of magical drinking? No. Okay. But she's also, we learn more about her, like she wants to be a musician. So if you look at these people, like, or she wants to be a singer, at least like, which is the same thing, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying she wasn't like a classical me. I'm just saying. But the, yeah, yeah. the list of these people, Whitney Houston, they're creative. They're either comedians or musicians. Yeah. Akira Kurosawa, a filmmaker. It just seems like a long list of actually interesting people that I'm surprised she knows about. Right. Oh, and now, oh my God, now we meet Amy's mom. Linda. So... <laughs> What? Linda. Her name's Linda. I love her. It was so amazing to get Amy's mom, Linda, at this point, because all we've been seeing are people that, like, I cannot connect to or relate to in any way. Just the way they are in the world, the way they've decided the world. Like, it was nice to see a grounded, centered person that I could have a conversation with. Well, and the way it's done is very effective, because we meet Linda, and the first thing she says is, she was never mother god to me. She She was was Amy. Amy. Like, she was my daughter. Right. And so we learn about Amy a little bit. We will learn more about her in later episodes. Yeah, we jump back to 1975. Amy was born in a little town called McPherson, Kansas, and we hear her audio diary, like the narcissism. Oh my God. The narcissism, like she doesn't even hear it herself, but she says, It was Tornado Alley. Like I went through what, Kansas, Oklahoma City, Dallas, uh, Houston. Tornadoes showed up wherever I was. 
That was you, Amy. That was all you. Was, hey, I'm glad they're not being blamed on the gays for once. I mean, you know what I mean? She's just summoning tornadoes. Also, don't do that. They're very harmful. I know. But it's like weather events just follow because she's a divine creature. She can't help it. Yeah. She just can't help it. She's walking on water and summoning tornadoes. Hey, Linda says we were poor. The kids ate hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. We had donuts in the freezer, to which I was like, that sounds delicious. A frozen donut? Give oh, me one yeah. of those. I want a frozen donut right thaw now. Them out. I know. Or don't like eat them cold. No. I think that's like suck on a donut. <laughs> Go suck, donut, Go suck on a donut, GB. You know Go, Go suck, suck an egg, egg. like from Dick Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Linda says, like, my kids never knew they were poor. Right. I just, you know, that's... And also, mac and cheese is great. Donuts Ma- are great. What are we talking about Daisy here? ate mac and cheese last night. She ate the whole box. Good for her. <laughs> what kind? <laughs> oh, Very important. We do the Auntie Annie's or whatever. Right. Yeah, Annie's we, is great. The little bunnies? Yeah, little bunnies. bunnies. She loves them. Love them. But Linda says Amy was her firstborn. She had her when she was 20. She was a beautiful baby with a lot of hair. Kind of mischievous, but a good kid, really sweet to her sister, who we'll meet. I love this yeah, sister. Yeah, and it's her younger sister. So they yeah. said, since Amy was the oldest, she was pretty much the leader. Interesting. Yeah. Um, she loved being in plays, loved playing dress-up. She wanted to be a singer. Amy was seven when her parents got divorced, and Linda explains that she just didn't want her kids growing up in an environment with no love. Yeah, and she says it was like her and her two kids against the world. She goes, we were happy. We were a family. Yeah. You know? Just very, very average, normal, regular, nobody's God here. Nobody's God No here. one's God. And God is everywhere. And God, and God is the planet. Which the is planet true, like is God, God is everywhere. I know. <laughs> God. Uh, I, <laughs> sorry, sweetheart. I keep saying your name. Uh, that's a league of their own quote. Anyway, so Amy uh, was a good student. You think there are people in this country who haven't seen your bosoms? <laughs> your bosoms? May, center field lead off. She's good. So then I was just like, speaking, more movie quotes coming your way. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's Robin Williams everywhere you look. But well, not yet. Okay. We'll get to seeing Robin Williams later. But her mother says, Amy had dreams. She wanted to go somewhere. She wanted to be somebody. And I just thought of Sister Act 2. You want to be somebody. <laughs> you want to go somewhere. Are you, you better wake up and not thinking of Sister attention. Act 2? No. No, of course it's not. It's always like right, right there. there. The Sister Act. You know Bette Midler duo. was supposed to be it and she said no and we got Whoopi out of the deal and that's like the best thing that oh, ever great. happened. Yeah. Great. Not that Bette Midler's not amazing but Whoopi Goldberg all day every no, day. No, but everyone made the right choice. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's Every, it, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> and Hocus Pocus 2 which was a travesty. I mean, but Hannah Waddingham is in it. It's just, what are you going to do? <laughs> 1998, Amy is managing a McDonald's in Dallas and let me tell you she was running shit. Let me tell you she was very proud <laughs> let of- Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Me. <laughs> she was very proud of that. Like, she started as a manager and she loved being a manager. And they say her employees loved her because she knew their personalities and what to say to make them feel good. And like I was like, any cult mom, you don't even know the foreshadowing you just gave us. Like, no, like Amy's mom. That's what I'm saying. Right. I'm saying mom. Like, not you don't mom. No, not Amy mom. No, Amy's actual mom. The actual mom. Yeah. Like any good cult leader, she gave everyone exactly what they needed. But it's kind of like you come to a place in your life when you can use your powers for the forces of good or the forces of and evil. You have to make a choice and you have to make a choice and linda the mom is saying like amy wanted to move up 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 the ladder make more money more money more money and linda says that's where amy was going yeah but then something changed and what was it that changed she tried taking ecstasy for the first time now ecstasy is not a psychedelic drug but they treat it in this instance as though it is a psychedelic drug yeah and because like we're seeing all these like psychedelic images it's not no it's not but we're also hearing amy in her own audio diary describing the experience then 20 minutes i was like what in the hell i was like wow holy shit 
I was just rolling, rolling, rolling in these waves of love and joy and happiness. I was like, this is reality. Did they take that from me? Who stole this? But Amy, like a lot of the people in this documentary, are describing what they're describing this like amazing, unbelievable experience as real reality. I wrote, of everything in this episode, this stands out to me the most. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't know about Amy's life. We know that like a lot of people, Amy wanted something bigger than what she had. She wanted to experience, like she wanted more than what her circumstances were providing her. Yeah. Now, my understanding, just based on her experience, is that like ecstasy takes all of the good things in your brain for the week and gives it to you all at once. And she believes that that is the reality. Like, the idea that somebody stole that from her is so telling of her personality. Yes, that, that's you know? what it is. It's not like, wow, like, how can I get this right. naturally? Or yeah. how can I, or like, wow, that was a really great experience. And maybe I'll do it again if it's pure MDMA and I know it's safe and I have yeah. plenty of water and someone's watching me or yeah. whatever. But the, who stole this from me? Right. Um, and we'll learn more about Amy's life. Like, she went through some not great situations in her life. Like, yeah. her relationships weren't always great. And the relationship with her father's new wife wasn't great. It's but, weird. Like, in a different way, bad, but... there's a lot of, like, Sarma Mengelis energy here. Mm. Like, I feel like Sarma could have been a cult leader. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. Yeah. like it From feels, Bad Vegan. From Bad Vegan. It, like, they seem like similar women to me. Mm. I don't know why. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. So now we meet Amy's sister, Tara. I love Tara. And Tara says... There was some things, little, little, little tiny hints. You know, it's like, oh, okay, well, that's spiritual. I thought she was searching for something. She was searching for a friend or she was searching for an out. This is where they start to describe Amy sort of becoming the cult or like finding her way into, quote, spirituality. Right, because she was always on the computer. And this is like 2005, 2006. So she was always on these message boards reading about spiritual things on spiritual singles. And I'm like, not a red flag yet. I know. I don't see anything (laughs) wrong. I know. (laughs) Like, sorry. I know, I know. Um, But Tara says like, then she started saying things that made me go like, wait, what? Yeah, it's like they start, she started talking and like using weird words like saying earth (laughs) equals heaven. The present is now. Yeah, but the present is now. The present is now. I know. But she's talking about angels and the energy and the 5D. The 5D is where you lose me. Right. Everything up until that. (laughs) If you want to talk about the angels and like energy and vibes and like the fact that the present is now, the present is now. Steve loves a band called The Fifth Dimension. Up, up and away on a beautiful balloon. Oh my God. Are they from the 70s? Yes. And like af- afternoon it. delight. Oh, that's afternoon yeah. delight. Okay. <laughs> Sky it's in flight. Boom. Afternoon delight. Okay. I uh, I'm just saying, you know, the fifth dimension isn't all bad. It, sure. If you want a boogie. But like after this experience with ecstasy, the mom says she just up and quit McDonald's. She just quit? She just quit. She can't believe it. No. So 2006, we meet Emerith. Emerith? Emerith? Emerith, I think is Emerith how you say it. White Eagle. <laughs> yeah. And I Emerith White Eagle, I, he's he is the like not problematic side of this. 100%. He's like what I think where I'm like no red flags. Yeah, no. just a guy who like wants to connect, right? No, he's very old though. Like it, <laughs> he's not like Well, but like she's I don't know in her early 20s. There's an age discrepancy. And he's like at least in his 60s. First time I encountered Amy was on the lightworkers.org. Lightworkers.org was a spiritual community of people connecting into the higher vibrational frequencies of nature. So Amy and Amrith, they're talking constantly online for 17 days. And yeah. after 17 days of chatting online, they meet in person. So they were each other's twin flames. And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. I know. 
So at one point, you're my twin flame in some ways. Don't you listen to the podcast, didn't you? But a long time ago. I would also probably be in a cult. It wouldn't be that hard to get me into a cult. Well, again, no one joins a cult. I it just, know. You just wake up one day know, and you're, you're like, in one. And oh, then you're, shit. And then you're too far gone and you have too much pride and too much ego and then you can't get out of it. I wonder like- Or I, you've given them your whole money. You right. mortgaged your house. <laughs> all your money. Like, and then suddenly you wake up and you're like, shit, I want to go home. I know, but you can't. They you own can't They home. own you now. Or unless- Or you got that dead lady in the sleeping bag and it's been 20 days and now you're taking the body across state lines. If you get sucked into a cult, I'm going to say this right here, right now. Yeah. This I will say on the record. Yeah. You can call me anytime and I will come get you. You'll get me out. Of, I, the of course I will. All There's right. no judgment. If okay. you if you get in too deep, this is to any of my friends and my family. If you get in too deep and we have to sever ties because yeah, you're just yeah. not listening uh-huh. and you have to hit your rock bottom. If you call me at 2 a.m. Okay. and you say, I want to go home. I'm just trying to figure out what the cult would be like about. Because they couldn't be one of the ones where you're not allowed to sleep. It couldn't be one of the ones where you're not allowed to drink. Right. It couldn't be one of the ones where, like, I don't know. Like, I have a lot of rules. It would be something where, like, Steve and Daisy could come. Yes, of course. Because you wouldn't leave Daisy. No way. So it would have to be one of those, like, but the, it's super hippy-dippy. I... You're the ones with the family. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Or we won't. You just won't join a call. But at one point, Amy's mother, Linda, is like, I still thought it was just a uh, spiritual, you know, I never realized that it was going to turn into this. I, I never. I mean, she wasn't that type of person. And I'm like, you want to say either mumbo bullshit jumbo. or mumbo jumbo. I could see it. It was I was right on the tip of her tongue. I saw it. The thing is, it's like Aramith. Is that how you say it? I think it's Ar- Amareth. Amareth. Amareth tells us it was 17 days from the day that he met Amy on this website to the time they, quote, connected a physical presence. Does that mean sex? Or, yeah, or some kind of, like, if they're twin flames, then it's, like, your soulmate times a million. He goes, it was simpatico. And, like, the thing about it is, once again, he's in his mid-60s. He's gotta be. And she's 21. Yeah. Which, like, fine. They seem to, like, love each other and be very happy. But, like, it's from him, Amareth, who gives us 10 minutes about how UFOs were all over the skies at Crestone. Well, Crestone really is super spiritual. I know. But, like, we see all this video of Amy out on the prairie taking, like, videos of clouds. You guys are just clouds. She's convinced they're UFOs, but only they can see them. At one point, she goes, hi, guys, love you. <laughs> I know. They're clouds, though. They're just they're, they're clouds. Just, they're not you know UFOs. I mean? They they're, aren't. But they're just clouds. I'm not saying UFOs don't exist. I know. I, we cannot be the only creatures in this universe. That is insane. Right. That is absolutely insane. Talk about narcissism right, and right, ego. Right. Yes. Like, we're the only planet with people. Give me a break. I totally agree. However, but, those are clouds. The, however, those are clouds. Several things are true at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aliens exist. And those are clouds. Those are just clouds. They're just clouds. They're beautiful clouds. They are gorgeous Take photos clouds. of them. I couldn't They're seeing more. rainbows and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Crestone <laughs> seems kind of like my jam. But, but so, like, you know, Amareth and Amy are, like, they're talking about ascension, stepping out of the programmed world, a training right. higher vibrational consciousness. We wanted a heaven on earth where everyone could be a part of it, like a family. They're talking about a cult. And he's like, you know, I just want to be free. And, like, he's like, everyone can be spiritual. Everyone yes. can feel God. Like, that's kind of where Amareth is. But the difference between Amareth and Amy, it, he goes, it seemed important to Amy to put her messages online to share with a larger number of people. She wants to be a Fucking cult influencer. She wants attention. She wants an audience, yes. And so they start releasing the Galactic Free Press. <laughs> they start calling themselves Mother and Father God. I think this is all Amy's idea. Yes. This is Mother and Father God and the Earth Allies. And we declare peace on Earth equal heart. Peace on Earth. And Amrith is like, 
he's all about like flashing peace signs to people. <laughs> and He's from another time, Amy. And he's like, yeah, Amy thought she was like more God than everyone else. Yes. Like you can tell this is not what he signed up for. He wanted to live off the grid and watch yep. the UFOs and, and like, be one with nature. Date this hot 21 year old. Right. But like. He didn't really, he was kind of like, oh, we're doing this Mother God thing. Yeah, yeah, right. Which is exactly how I would be. I really just wanted to, when like, smoke. Philip, when Philippi gets me alone yeah. and he convinces me to leave my family uh-huh. and we are living in Crestone and we're having the time of our lives and then all of a sudden he's calling me Father God uh-huh. and he's Father God right. and we're co-Father Gods together. That's just together. an affair. That's just an affair. But then it's like when Philippi starts writing for the Galactical Free Press or whatever is where I draw the like line, even with Robin him. Williams, like, I please. Now, Mary the journalist, remember who we love the half hippie half redneck yeah she's like amareth was the first father god but and i quote he was like prince philip to queen elizabeth no No power power. (laughs) now i don't think amareth wanted power he didn't care about that yes like and he even says amy took the jewels and the information i shared with her and then she turned it into her own thing yeah and he says later but i'm gonna say it now she needed followers yes he says that she wanted the followers whether he meant it online or otherwise I don't know she needed people to adore her yeah and she like kind of dumps him she's like thanks for all the info Gramps I'm out have fun with the UFOs but she stays in Crestone and so does he and maybe they just stop seeing each other I don't know what happens to him exactly but we jump like six years ahead because now it's 2012 yes there was this uh, man named Michael Silver he was on the chat room we were playing in there's no assholes or bitches in heaven, dear ones. It's gotta like you gotta let it all go. It's all heart, no mind. Amy and Michael, I guess they decided that they were going to get together. So he came from Brooklyn, took the train all the way out, kinda whisked her away into their own little place. We get the sense that this is why she broke up with Amareth because Amareth says like he kind of whisked her away to their own little place and like right. that was the end of Amareth because he didn't really care about being online right, right. and the followers. Like, but, like they also say that Amy and Michael decide to team up and like they actually, like Michael is kind of the business end of things we'll learn later down the road. Right. So Michael comes from Brooklyn and like we learn he immediately names himself Archangel Michael. Now, the like, quote, like, real Archangel, yeah. if I remember correctly, like, he's kind of a badass, right? Yeah. Isn't he, like, the fighter about truth and justice? Like, I wouldn't fuck with Archangel Archangels, Michael. Archangels, no. I couldn't agree with these people don't fucking care. And I actually don't think Michael believes any of it. I no. think that Michael is in it because he sees dollar signs. Well, And he, he's able to, like, manipulate and exploit. He's the only one who can, like, exploit Mother God. Well, because he's a computer guy. Yes. He's a finance guy. He's yes. pretty valuable if you want to start a business that lives online. Like, Amy wants to use him and he wants to use her. He also apparently had cancer, which he believes Amy cured. Do we get more information on this? No, Mary the journalist drops us in and we never hear about it again. Oh, my God, because I guess he's fine. Or did he have cancer to begin uh, with? Yeah, that's also That's a, a really great way to get vulnerable people online. Yep. The Twin Flames People did it too. They yep. can cure everything. No, well, they can't. And because the reporter also says, like, we're not really sure if he was the next father god. Like, we don't know. She had a lot of father gods. Amy was like a horny lady, and I love that about her. That is no shade. That's she no shade. loves hot guys. I don't think that there was like a spark between her and Michael. I don't think he was a father god. I think he was there to kind of run the money end of things. Yes. So we're in Mount Shasta, California. Yeah. Mother God and Archangel Michael, not the real one, the right. fake one, <laughs> are together. She left Amareth for this new life. Yeah. And now we meet Andrew, and Andrew is, like, officially a former member. I thought of you as soon as I saw the lower third, because we love a former anything. And I'm like, Andrew, yeah. tell me everything. Yeah. Back in 2012, 2013, 2014, a lot of people were really beginning to research and find, you know, what they believed to be true. I had um, been struggling with a painkiller addiction. 
I was in a place where I was trying to understand what was real and what wasn't. Andrew gets really tied up in like the online world of conspiracy theories. Yep. Now, I got to tell you, there was a time 20 years ago where I was easily drawn into this too. Yeah. I would spend time on the internet, like the 9-11 conspiracy theories, before I realized how like awful and racist sure, and all sure, of that sure. it was. Like When it was just a question of like what really happened, right. I was very intrigued. Like I think if you're like true crime-minded, you're kind of interested in those things. It's like the D.B. Cooper of it all, the JFK yeah. assassination. Like These are interesting things to think about, but Andrew was like really lost. And he didn't know, like you said, like he was trying to understand what was real and what wasn't. So like he started with the 9-11 conspiracy theories and that led to aliens. Yes. And then that led to ancient Egypt and what he calls the banking families and these bloodlines that are still in control. He just, it just spirals. What people don't understand is like where like QAnon and like the January 6th riot, like where these people come from are communities online like this because they're not necessarily. We said this about the flat earther. Sorry to interrupt you. Yes. But we said that same thing, this online echo chamber of like hatred and anger because it is angry. and they're not, they don't start out as bad people or they're not bad people, but they get sucked into yeah. feeling a part of something. Yes. And then they are manipulated and told how to feel. And Andrew was very vulnerable to that. Right. So, and like Amy was putting videos about conspiracy theories saying things, the Vatican will be the first to bite the dust, then the central banking system will follow. Amy, what? What are you, like, how does Amy know anything about the central she feels banking it. system? Robin Williams told her, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that's what these people will tell you with a straight face. Yeah. Robin Williams directed mostly it was mostly all his idea yep yeah I mean you know that we're being facetious fam like it wasn't really Robin Williams is not with us right but Hope and Amber what's her name I can't remember these people will yes. be like Robin was huge right <laughs> Robin he was a like, major part he was of a the major planet. influence yeah. and that's like it's not okay no it's not okay it's not okay I started actually to have dreams every night that Amy was in five, six nights in a row, she was in them every single night. She called me in a private chat and told me that she was having the same dreams. Then, you know what? She's talked to the angels yep. and Robin Williams says, you got to get your ass here immediately. <laughs> Robin Williams says, get here now. Uh, to I be don't fair, care how you get here. Just get here if you can. To be fair, I'm being part of the problem bringing up Robin Williams because right now it's just the angels. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, and then it's like, so Andrew brought up, we don't really know exactly who brought it up first, but it's very clear. Like Andrew's just like, I keep dreaming about you. And she's like, oh my God, me too. You should come here. He's it's like, a, I'm young perfect. and hot. You're young and hot. We both Let's are into go. conspiracy theories. You're probably God. I'm coming. Andrew leaves right away. Yes. He drives all night long. He gets to the house at 5.30 a.m. And he's like, I didn't know it at the time, but I was next in line to be the next father god. Because he's hot. And like, I'm sorry, but like, that's all Amy cares about. Well, this is cult 101. Yes. Andrew gets here and what happens? Amy and Archangel Michael, the fake one, have been on mushrooms <laughs> for the last 36 hours. 36 hours. This is cult 101. They are feeding him drugs. Yeah. Then Amy is complimenting him like crazy. Well, she because he says, I was given my fair share of the mushrooms, which is far more than anyone should ever that's take. They, that's He passes Manson out did that, for days. Like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So Amy starts complimenting him. You're one of the most brilliant and brightest beings I've ever seen. Yes. And then she offers him sex. And he says, you know, she was pretty, but I wasn't attracted to her. Then he said, I thought maybe that was one of the challenges and I accepted it. And I was like, is he gay? And I'm like, wait, was he told it was a lesson? Did he have a choice in this? We're I not don't know. slowing down on this. It's very predatory. Like her behavior, toward, like he's not into her. She is really into him. 
if this were the other way around and he, it were the man doing this to the woman, right. like the predatory behavior would just be like. He didn't want to have sex with her. Yes. He thought it was a lesson. He had sex with her anyway. And then after several months, he's like, our relationship was pretty good. Wait right. a second. And like he says, she's very sexually charged, very passionate. And he's like, and if I'm being frank, a little lazy. Super lazy and selfish <laughs> in bed. That tracks. <laughs> Money was tight and I was getting $700 a week in unemployment. Donating all of that to the team to help keep us afloat, keep us fed, keep, you know, weed on the table. You were high from the moment you woke up to the moment you went to bed. So that's the other thing about the calls is they take all your money. They make you work or they take whatever money you have. They isolate you completely with all of these ideas. And then, like, these ideas are the only ideas. Well, and also, not only, like, is he keeping weed on the table, she's keeping him high from the minute he wakes up to the minute he goes to bed. And they all are. And it's not just weed. Right. It's it's a lot of psychedelics. They're just hammered all the time. Because, I mean, we'll find out that she has serious addiction problems. But, like, she's keeping them all fucked up so nobody can think for themselves. Exactly. So Andrew knows websites yes. and marketing and social media. And Amy knew that before she invited him here. Right. This is the beginning of Amy blurring the lines of like, are you her friend? Uh-huh. Are you working for her? Are you working with her? Yep. What is the power dynamic and here? But she, Amy always ends up at the top. And she always makes you think it's your idea. It's, exactly. He's like, wait a second. Oh my God, your website is called firstcontactgroundcrewteam.com. No, 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 no. A That's a mouthful. It doesn't make any Too sense. Too wordy. Why don't we, let's come up with a slogan. I don't know. How's Love Has Won? So they come up with Love Has Won. Yeah. We don't know who actually came up with it. But Andrew's leading the marketing, and he's good at it. He's really fucking good at it. And he says it puts him on the map as one of the preeminent spiritual groups. And things are just growing. And, like, we see that, like, they're getting 45,000 hits a day on the website. Like, it's really, that people are really finding them. And now, Archangel, fake Archangel Michael was the money guy. If right. there was an account of any kind, it was in his name. Remember that. So that's It will I'm, be important later. I knew that it would be because I'm like, I don't know if Archangel Michael believes in any of this, except he sees Amy as a cash cow. Right. And he like, I mean, if he's in charge of the money and his name's on all the accounts, he can do all yeah. the stealing. I don't know if he's like hovering between the 3D and the 5D, if he's in 4D, <laughs> but he's allowed to do 3D things, yeah, like yeah, have yeah. bank accounts. Yeah. And every account that they have, remember this, is in Michael's name. That can easily go the other way, Michael. That's not always a good thing, I'm sweetheart. just saying, it, yeah. his name is on it all. So Amy is selling spirituality online. Her email is mothergod71s at gmail.com. Mothergod111111 one, 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 <laughs> at gmail.com. Seven ones. Like, what a great idea. You know what I mean? But, like, no. Like, this is where this makes me crazy. Yeah. Because she's claiming that she can heal right. all of your medical brain issues. Brain cancer. We have a couple of testimonials on the brain surgeries. Um, one was that... They're feeling great. They're out of like psychotic episodes. Uh, one was that their third eye started opening. Um, so we, we are getting results from these. She And she's calling it like surgery. Right. But really it's just like she's like talking to you online. Yep. And she's getting people to pay from $20 to $7,700. Yes. Thousands of dollars. And like mo- then she's like, ooh, I can get money from this. And she spends her time spending all of this money on, like, trinkets and flowers and bracelets and, like, ill-fitting princess dresses. But, like, the thing about it, like, the brains of the operation are good because she had the idea. She knew she wanted to make money selling spiritual healings. She found Andrew, who was great at websites and great at marketing. She got him all the way out there. Michael's the money guy. Michael's the money guy. She's got it made. And it's like, now they've got all these tens of thousands of followers. They all want, you know, time with her. Like, her days are booked back to back to back. And then that becomes currency. Exactly. Time with her, attention from 
her, yeah. a compliment from her, doing something good for her, that becomes very valuable currency. To I people. just, I am not wired. I'm just not wired that way. I just don't understand how people can make themselves not the main character in their own lives like yeah. that. But we see it happen to these people. Yeah. You know? Except for Andrew. Yes. Because Andrew's like, yes. look, I never fully believe the whole mother God thing. Oh, my God. And you weren't allowed to talk about it. And he's like, and the drugs were fun, but let's get real. Yes. Like, I never felt like a father God. Like, because Amy would talk about how she's 100% pure light. There's nothing negative. There's no trauma. She's 100% perfect. And that's why she's mother God. She was also getting blackout drunk on a daily so basis. So that's what he's saying. He's like, she would talk to me about how she had no issues, no problems, no trauma, and then drink herself into oblivion Into at oblivion. Night. And like, do we get more on that? Yes. Okay, because- Oh, oh, oh the, much more. The way they start, I've never heard in all of these like psychedelic things, I've never heard anyone talk about using alcohol as a tool for joy and like tapping into your spiritual side. We will get into that at length. Oh my God. Um, But Andrew was trying to pull her out of this because yes. she was going to dark places but then you know when she would come down from it you know people who when they drink sometimes they go to a dark place <laughs> yes right like I've had friends like that their face changes it's very very scary yeah and he would try to pull her out of it and be like remember how you were 100% pure light yes. before and now you're yes. not now this is huge so pull over everybody <laughs> on a couple of occasions got her to admit that maybe you're right maybe I'm not mother god just in brief fleeting moments just like that just as Quick as she admitted it is as quick as it was gone. This is massive. Because, like, can you imagine? Like, do you think she's in the shower by herself? Do you think she's, like, laughing at the idiots who believe that she's God? Or do you Not think she yet. fully believes it? No, I think she's like, this is pretty great. Yeah. It's only the three of them right now. Yeah. She's making a good amount of money. It's harmless. Yeah. I guess not really. I personally don't think so, but I think she's kind of like, this is pretty great. I just cure that guy's brain cancer with my mind. I wonder how long mind. this is going to last. Yeah. That's where I think she's in the, I wonder how long I can do this. Uh-huh. Because the money is rolling, rolling in. in. I mean, like, she's probably making, like, it's like OnlyFans for like, spiritual like weirdos. In. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> but those moments of her being real with Andrew were yes. few and far between because Archangel Michael would swoop in and, as Andrew says, of pull course. her back into delusion. And then he talks shit about Andrew right. to Amy. So Andrew's just like, no, like, this isn't real. What are we doing here? But of course, Michael, I my belief right now is that Michael all just sees Amy as a cash cow, and he cannot have this guy, Michael, convincing her that she's anything other than what she believes that she is, because that's where all the money comes or from. Or even asking a question. Yeah. And so, like, either shut up or leave the group so they kick him out of the cult. There's no room for any discussion or any other point of view, and that's yeah. another culty red flag. But Andrew says she thought I was fighting her. It wasn't her I was fighting. I was fighting for He's her. He's trying to save her. And he goes, so I gave up. I mean, I couldn't do this for the rest of my life, right? And you right? can't unless no. people, I mean, it's a cliche or a stereotype, but it's true. Like, if she doesn't want your help, you can't help her. Yeah. Do you know what happens next? The cult is sitting around watching Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. <laughs> They're watching a Robin Williams movie because he's such a strong advisor to them. I know, They're I know. They're watching Mrs. Doubtfire, like, talking back to, like, thinking they're getting messages from it. It's so, like, what was the one? The whole time, the whole time. <laughs> Do you think they sat around watching the birdcage? Do you think they, like, the birdcage was a big part of what they Actually, did? Actually, no. Too gay. Too gay. Were they homophobic? Do we learn? The Twin Flames people were, like, transphobic and homophobic. Yeah. But these people, no, there's, like, no gay stuff in this. There's no gay stuff Not even in this. the birdcage. I know. <laughs> which really pisses you Unacceptable. off. Unacceptable. Which, they're going to talk about Robin Williams as their main spiritual advisor and there's no birdcage. Like, is Mrs. Doubtfire the only movie they watched? Oh my God. Not even Jumanji? I was going to say, a little Jumanji action? <laughs> 
Mork and Mindy? Mork and Mins? But now we have five minutes of don't question anything here, but question everything out there. And if we look crazy, it's because you're crazy. It's so stupid. And then like that terrifying Aaron woman is like, sometimes creation looks a little messy and a little crazy. Sometimes you have to tear things apart in order to rebuild them. It sounds like, Erin, who are you convincing? And Me where are you? Where are your kids? Like, who's watching your kids? The kids feel monumentally unsafe in yeah, this environment. I know. So it's 2018. Faith is a member of the cult. And she was doing, before she joined the cult, she was doing her own spiritual work. She yes. was clearing chakras and doing all of that. Like, and- is that bullshit or is that real? Like, what's a chakra and how do you clear it? No, I think I believe in it. Okay. I definitely, if you like, yeah, I'm not going to Crestone. Right. <laughs> but I definitely believe in energy work and yeah. like, yeah, for sure. For but sure. That's what like this faith person was doing and she goes, but when I met mom, this explosion happened in my body. My whole body was yeah. screaming, yes. Yeah. And I'm like, how do you go from like calling her mother God to mom? Like the mom thing. I don't know. They how talk get about there. her the way I talk about my mom. Like right. just, It rolls mom. off the tongue so easily. Yeah. Mom. Mom. <laughs> Mom. Mom. So Faith goes there. Yeah. And when she got there, it was just Mother God and the fake Archangel Michael. Andrew had already left. Yes. So again, it's a very, very small group. Now, this is where I get really upset when cults do this. Because we're, they're talking about, like, any physical illnesses you have uh, are a symptom of energetic imbalance. And yep. any physical pain you have is an ego energy. No. No. They know this is bullshit. Yes. Believe whatever you want. Honestly, believe whatever you want. Like, Amarith is a perfect example of this. Yep. Be off the grid, smoke your weed, do whatever the fuck, believe in the vibrations, but don't take money from people who are in pain when you lie to them and make them worse. You're actively telling people, don't go to the doctor. And we will see this a lot in this. Do not go to a 3D hospital. Do not go to a 3D doctor. Stop telling people with cancer. I know. And scientific, like, don't do that for 70 bucks. The way that she does it with such, like, conviction, like, what is your training here? And there is none. (laughs) What is her training? (laughs) You just told me how much you believe in it. Not that I, and then I said, I'm not going to Crestone. Great. You can't call, like, a healing session virtually with her, a brain surgery. No. Stop doing that, Amy. You're hurting people. And people who believe in this and they're just like, well, she can cure me. And then you like, you're giving all of your money to her. Right. And then you're going to turn around and be so sick that you can't live anymore because spoiler, how do you think she ended up in the fucking sleeping bag? Oh, really? She's not taking, they don't believe in it. Oh my God. That is dangerous. Yeah. To not believe inside and to lure people in well, with I can heal you from everything, it's dangerous. But that was also the appeal for Amy of Faith. Because Faith says, when I got there, Amy was doing back-to-back-to-back sessions all day long. It was her whole life. And then once Faith gets there, she completely takes that over. Now all Amy's got to do all day is sit on Amazon. Right. And, and buy watch... ill-fitting princess dresses and, quote, trinkets. And watch Mrs. Doubtfire. Robin Williams said to Mom, like, we can amplify this. We can grow this. We can do more work if we have more people. So I told Mom, we're going to have over 20 people here within a month. They've got this big house in Crestone and they're just like, they're live streaming everything all day long. And they're like, we are going to, like we're going to invite anybody and everybody. It's an open door policy. Anybody can come. And the goal is 20 new people within a month. And this is where Hope comes in. Oh. Because Hope was living what she calls a subpar life. She's like, I wasn't even seeing any auras. So like, (laughs) she said, I just had my heart and I could hear better when I smoked some weed. Again, okay, Hope. Great. That's it. Honestly, okay. But she books one session with Faith and Faith is like, you should come out to California and be with us. She just up and goes. Yeah. 
So they're actively recruiting people. Yes. And so now we meet Aurora. Who's she, been with us? Like she's from the beginning. Yeah, but yeah. she grew up in a very rich part of South Florida. And in 2008, the recession hit, and she goes, and you realize that everything around you doesn't matter. Like sometimes, kind of, but, when, when people get sick, yeah. you know, they're just like, you realize like the little things don't matter and it's all about the big stuff. Like, but she's co-opting that. But then she goes to law school. I'm sorry that I have an expectation that somebody who goes to law school can Graduate see, law school, it can, Like see through, she can see through like the charms of a cult. But no, because what she books one session with Faith and Faith says to her, you know you're an archangel, right? She goes, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You know, know. what Daisy would say that. What Daisy, so my long? daughter, would okay. be like, Dad, I'm a so totally long? a fucking archangel. But, like, this is what I mean. These people, they talk about you have to get rid of the ego. Yeah. These people are just sort of waiting for someone to tell them how amazing they are. And yep. I think everyone should feel amazing. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. But, like, they're just looking. Maybe she was, like, fuck law school. Maybe she was waiting, well, looking for an excuse to not do it anymore. That's what I was saying. Like, these people are coming at vulnerable times. Like, we'll find out about Faith that her boyfriend broke up with her and she lost her job. She goes and joins the cult. Aurora is at the end of law school. Maybe she doesn't want to be a maybe fucking lawyer. Maybe she got forced or she like made it. And then now she's again, like kind of ironic. Like maybe she's too far gone now and yes. she needs an out to get out of law school. So she's an she archangel go- now. Exactly. I mean, like the end of graduate school is a vulnerable time of for course. people. And then Faith is like, I just kept hearing Robin saying, we're going to need a bigger boat. And yeah. I'm like, Robin Williams wasn't in Jaws. I was that I was, was that was Roy Scheider, but okay. Also, El Mora, is that how you say his name? El Moira. El Moira. We get his backstory. My dad was a carpet installer and he got on Oxycontin. It killed him. It literally killed him. And I got into like just religion in general and gurus and and different types of people that had wisdom that were showing people miracles. And I was like, I gotta meet someone like this. I don't wanna read this shit anymore. I don't wanna go to India to find it. And what's wild is we are seeing these people show up at the house. Arrive for the first time. Because they're live streaming the whole thing. Yeah, they were just like, everything was being filmed. Everything was being documented. And poor Erin, like, this woman is just a wreck. I'm sorry. Like, she doesn't really, like, I feel like she doesn't trust herself at all. Yes. Because she's so high strung about this. And it's like, but I thought love won. But like, I don't understand you're why. You're talking about Erin, and all we know, she says, I packed up the van with my four kids and a puppy dog. I pulled up to the house. Michael opened the door and said, oh, you're here. She, like, can't get through the story without crying. But tell me what, like, what do you mean? Like, did you have a partner that you had those kids with? Does anybody in your family know where you are? Did you kidnap your own children? I mean, we see her on the couch, like, crying, I guess, tears of joy. And she's, like, <laughs> holding a little baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just like, uh, but the point is, these people in this house, they are so fucked up, they can't even see straight. They are just partying from the, and they're live streaming every minute of and, it. And then, like, I think it's Faith who's like, you know, uh, alcohol is a true tool of joy if you use it in a conscious way. That's right. just the beginning. I mean, we're, wa- like, as all the people are arriving, we're watching Amy, Mother God, she's just getting more and more fucked up. And, and she's at one, very drunk. Yeah, I was going to say, because at one point, it looks like she would give anything to leave the party, but she can't. Because the party's all about her. Yeah, but people are leaving the party straight to go empty their bank accounts and cashing out their 401ks to go, quote, bring it to mom. That Buddha guy says, I went down to the bank, cashed out my 401k, brought a check back, and I'm like... It's like, did you drive on LSD? I know. Honestly, like, how know. dangerous are, is this group of people going to be? So this is very, very important. And I think if you watch this the first time, it's kind of easy to skate by it. This is super important because yeah. this is sort of like the crux of the whole vibe. So Hope is there, right? Yeah. And Hope is, like, she's got, like, a chip on her shoulder. Like, Hope has a lot going on. When I arrived, I was obviously very timid, and I looked at them, still not comprehending, like, what is Mother God and who is this woman? 
When I asked the angels, I said, how am I supposed to interact with somebody calling themselves Mother God? And the angel said, be her best friend. So immediately there's a power imbalance. Obviously, one of them says she's God and the other one, you know, wants to impress her and be her favorite, which everyone wants to do. Everyone wants to be the favorite. Yes. So Hope's goal is to be on Faith's level because Faith got to sleep on the floor in mom's room. And so Hope's goal is to sleep on the floor next to Mother God. Now, so this is what we've been screaming at each other all day before we started recording. These kinds of cults only work because they prey on vulnerable people. Yes. Like I was saying earlier, how do you erase yourself so much to the point that you are willing to be barely a recognizable character in your own yes. life? All she wants to do is get that that one compliment a day from yeah. Mother God, that one moment of recognition because we learn, I just wrote, this is really sick. We learned that Hope says the only way I could figure out how to be of service was to clean. All I could do was clean. She would clean this woman's house all day, every single day. And Amy would encourage it saying, see this girl? Yeah. She cleans my entire house for me. And Hope found that motivating. Yeah. So, but this, it's a mutual, they're giving each other exactly what she needs. Amy needs to be adored and worshipped and everything needs to be cleaned. And Hope needs someone to tell her that she's doing a good job. Yes. Hope needs to be the favorite. Hope needs to feel like the best friend. And Faith and Elmoira, they all need the same thing. But Amy needs exactly what they're giving. It's a mutual. It is so. It's a mutually beneficial, but extremely detrimental relationship. I mean, it is really scary to watch because I know these fucking people I know people these fucking exist. people too. I, you know? they, they absolutely exist. But like, she's using you. Right. She's, she's using, using you. you. Like, okay, so like, Michael has the bank accounts and Andrew does the computers and Hope does the cleaning and Faith does the cooking. She just And the is, hot guy is for the sex, so we like, call him Father God. She's just like employing you, but these people don't see it as I'm working for yeah. her. There's no like- Anything being exchanged other than this mutual, like, I need you and you need me. Or, like, But they're not saying it. No, and it's like, you know, Hope even said, Mom was just getting energetically overwhelmed. It was getting to be too much. She had a point where she had a, you know, kind of a freak out. And I was there and I told her, I'm like, you need to put yourself first because you've done everything. Like, this is about you if you have to put yourself first. And she was like, I've never done that before. Do you see what's happening? I know. Amy's making them think it's all their idea. Yes. And they are feeding her ego and she is feeding theirs. And this is a disaster. It's a disaster. Because Hope, so now she's cleaning, right? Yes. And now because the fact that Amy would be like, see what Hope is doing? Hope's amazing. She cleans my entire house. Hope's like more, more, more. I need more of that. Yes. So she takes it upon herself to now she starts massaging Amy's feet. Yeah. She starts, quote, having this caretaker role. She's brushing her hair. She's doing her makeup. And now Hope is like, oh. I right. did it. Yes. Maybe I can sleep on the floor now. And, but it's also like she Come never on. fucking speaks. She Hope is a mess. If you see a picture of Hope before she came, right. she was beautiful and she looked well put together. And now she's just a mess. And it's all because she does not exist to herself anymore. Exactly. She's only there to be in service to Amy. Exactly. Because the thing is, Amy, who's never put herself first, wants to go live every single day, all day long with all of her disciples. Right. And now they're live streaming literally 24, 24 hours a day. 7. So Hope's mom starts watching these live streams. And her, De- her name is Debbie and she's here. She's here. And she explains like Hope had just lost her job. Her boyfriend broke up with her. So very vulnerable. That's when she found Faith and Faith was like, come out to California. And so Hope's mom would watch all the streams and she's like, I knew right away it was a cult. And she watched her daughter in real time get more and more involved. Yes. Because at first Hope was really quiet. Yeah. And then she was constantly on camera. And it's sad because she's so angry. Yes. She's like really intense and really aggressive. 
Especially because she's sitting next to Faith, who just has this like smile on her face. Yeah. And Hope is just like, she's ranting and raving about how amazing Trump is. And QAnon, but QAnon is really for Queen, for Mother God. And Mother God, like Hitler has been working for the light. Like these yes. people, now it's like, oh, fuck. Like, and they this don't is even not... hear themselves. Like they're just talking like, and they're not even, they don't hear themselves. So we're super ethereal. Yes. But we're Trumpers. Right. And we're QAnon people. Right. And we're talking about chakras and archangels, but we're Trumpers and QAnon on people and we're like talking about Hitler right like uh. and we're back with Debbie Hope's mom and she's saying like they were really good at preying on vulnerable people but they were also really good at figuring out ways to make money but like what about this shows that love has won I right. don't feel any love at all I know everyone's really angry and they're money hungry like where's Amareth I know I miss Amareth he I had know. the right idea I know my question is like what is your day like but then we learn their day They're is online. making candles and hoodies and essential oils. They're putting together boxes. Like, yeah. what was that sponsor we used to have? FabFitFun. They, they're putting together, like, FabFitFun boxes. There's also the sacred gifts from mom that she personally picked out. There's sage. There's cleansing tools in there. You're going to do different alchemy with different hair types. This is our Scorpio box. And we'll pick out a crystal for, for each box, so we'll ask the angels and we'll you know, surprise you with wow. one of those. Plus a letter from the Galactic. Plus a painting. Um, the letters are written from Robin Williams. And it's like there are so many vulnerable people out there who are really suffering, who really need to, to feel seen yeah. and really need to feel a connection. And they're bamboozling these people. Body butter, supplements, sacred gifts from mom, letters written by, by Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Fuck right off. That is so, like, how dare you? I know. Letters written by Robin like, Williams. Like, how dare you? Zelda should sue them. I know. I know. Is that like, his wife? his daughter. Yeah. Like, I think it's so rude. Yeah. And so disrespectful. But here's the thing we have to stop on. They're also offering colloidal silver. Yes. We're going to be talking about colloidal silver a lot. So they're like, no one makes colloidal silver like Love Has One. Yeah, because it's not safe. And is it like you ingest it? So, yeah, the FDA took it off the shelves in 1999. Oh, wow. As per the internet, the U.S. FDA has warned that colloidal silver isn't safe or effective for treating any disease or condition. Additionally, the FDA and the Federal Trade Commission have taken action against a number of companies for making misleading claims about colloidal silver products. Colloidal silver can cause serious side effects. So they are telling you that this is a cure-all. They are making and selling something that is provably bad for you. And they're saying that the pharmaceutical industry, it's so good and it can cure almost anything. So the pharmaceutical industry shut it down. So you have cancer? Yeah. Buy this colloidal silver shipping and handling. Right. Don't go to a doctor. Uh -huh. They are killing people. Yeah. They are actively telling people not to go to a 3D doctor. Look, is the healthcare system f fine? Right. But you can't, right. don't lure yeah. these people in and have them then not listening to science right. because you want to make a buck on something that the FDA has deemed unsafe. Yeah. I mean, it's terrifying because nobody does any research. It's like the Joe right. Rogan of it all, like buying his yes. fucking supplements, you and know? He has supplements. Oh my God. Alex Jones, like that's what they all sell. They have supplements? Yes. Yes. That is horrible. Yes. But even one of them is like, in other words, come order your Kool-Aid. Yeah, Excuse me. I know. We don't make Kool-Aid jokes. <laughs> you get really mad about I it. I get really mad about Kool-Aid jokes because they fed the Kool-Aid to kids who didn't want it. I know. So fuck that. We don't do Kool-Aid jokes. But like, that's a little too self-aware, everyone. I know. Like, they know. No, right, yes. And then they're like, I know everyone thinks we're a cult, but we're totally not. Take this colloidal silver. <laughs> Come join mother. Robin is waiting for you. Like, Robin please. is writing you letters. So here's how this episode ends. That's the thing. People think mama's so crazy. He's crazy. 
What's What's your name? What's my name? Father of all creation. It ends with us meeting, quote, the final father God, and he introduces himself as the father of all creation. He is wearing an ankle bracelet. And somebody says, if it hadn't been for him, Amy would still be with us. Now, this guy, for all my Bob's Burgers people out there, he looks like Gyro from Bob's Burgers. Now, Gyro was, he taught Tina capoeira, or as they call it, sexy dance fighting. (laughs) He is shirtless. He has long, long, long brown hair. He never wears shoes, and he's kind Uh. of into the, he looks like Gyro from Bob's Burgers, and it's the only thing I can think of. Until you realize that this guy's evil. Well, because one of them says, like, you thought that we were crazy. No, this guy is crazy. Let's. Okay. (laughs) Are we splitting hairs here? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, it's bad and it's dangerous, but it's like, I understand. Like, even with Nexium. Yes. Nexium was billed as like a self-help thing. Uh Uh-huh. It didn't start as the sex cult where they were branding women. And the starving people right. and this like in de- like working all these hours and keeping you up. It didn't start like that. This already very quickly, it seems, started with like exploiting people yes. and stealing money from people. Yes. And like, like in knowingly in, like harming people. You can't claim love has won and everything is about love, love, love when you're selling harmful things right. or like fake body butter. Uh-huh. Like you have to, a little bit of you has to know like, we're just doing this for money, right? right? <laughs> like if it yes. started with the Galactics, I'd be like, they just really believe this but it became about the money right away and that is like how are you not seeing these red flags right right Uh, Uh, well we're here everyone here we go you asked for it Uh, fam thank you so much for listening to episode one of our coverage of love has won the other two episodes are live right now over on our patreon if you just got to hear our take on the rest of these bonkers episodes go right now. Do you understand how we sort of just like spiraled? This is not a spoiler. Like she dies. Like you know that going well, that's into how episode it started. one. They, they travel across state lines with her body for like five days. They keep Full the bo- weekend at Bernie's. It's a full, full weekend, weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> like legitimately weekend at Bernie's. It's really wild. It's like it, it's a whole lot of things. It's everything. Yeah. So head over to Patreon to get those now. You can also get over 450 full ad free bonus episodes. It's where we cover this series. So it's like yeah. Like Natalia Grace. We're doing Natalia Grace and yeah. Lost Women of Highway 20. We're doing the Twin Flames thing. We're doing Still Missing Morgan. Tiger King. Yeah. And The Staircase. Wild Crime yeah. and Love Fraud. Making and a murderer. Remember that one? Yeah, Lorena. Lorena, right. Just, There's like the Scott Peterson one where people are saying he might be innocent. Yeah, it's, the Lacey Peterson one. Wild. Yeah, sorry. I, I do that every you. time. But I obnoxiously correct you, but I'm standing by it. It's the, it's the story of Lacey Peterson. Correct, correct. So once again, it's patreon.com slash true come obsessed. And uh, we love you. That's all. Yeah, thanks for listening. And, you know, do whatever self-care you got to do after this episode. Uh, for it sure. Is- we love you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye. bye.